Before I <clears throat> begin my homily, I just wanted to make a, a little announcement. I, I think about a month ago, I told you about this, but some of my past students and a couple students out at University of Mary had started this media production company. It's called Stand Firm Productions. And we've been recording and doing all this. They've been doing all this stuff, right? I just sit in a chair and talk. But they did, and it's phenomenal. They started to release them. Um, and so if you want to just check it out, you want to follow it, just Stand Firm Productions uh, under YouTube or whatever. I don't know how it all works, but just remember that line, Stand Firm Productions. Uh, so hopefully it, it does some good in this dark world. So as you know, today is Divine Mercy Sunday, right? It was instituted by the, the great Pope St. John Paul II. But why did he decide for the second Sunday in Easter? I think there's a few reasons for this. The first reason, Jesus said he wanted it on the second Sunday of Easter. So just the first lesson, if Jesus tells you to do something directly, you probably want to do it that way, right? So he appeared in this image, right? He appeared to St. Faustina and said, I want the second Sunday of Easter to be a celebration of my mercy. So the better question is not, why did John Paul II institute this feast? The better question is, why did Jesus want the second Sunday of Easter? I got maybe a couple guesses. First, the gospel for today, you would be hard-pressed to find a better reading of, in the Bible about mercy, right? I love it. As I was praying over it, I love this fact. When Jesus, it's, it's in all the gospels. We read John today, but it's in all the gospels. When he comes to the apostles... He shows them his wounds. It says that. Why? Why does he show them? Or a better, why does he even have the wounds? If, if the guy can raise himself from the dead, he can fill in some holes in his hands, right? Why does he have the wounds? I think it's because he's coming to the apostles and he's going like this. He's essentially saying, you did this. You all ran away. You all betrayed me. You all caused this. Don't forget that. But then he says, and if we just stop there, we'd be very depressed. But he, sa- he doesn't. He shows him his wounds and then he says, peace be with you. You don't need to be afraid. I'm here and I forgive you. Okay, so that's the first thing. That's the first thing. Second thing you should notice about his wounds, they're healed. This is what Jesus came to do, was to heal. Heal physically, for sure. But also, like, deep wounds in our hearts. Because all of you here have wounds. Some of you have huge wounds that have been inflicted upon you by others. And most of the world goes around not with healed wounds, like Jesus. Most of the world goes around with gaping wounds bleeding all over. And it affects all of their relationships. Jesus wants to heal that. So that you don't have to be governed by your wounds. Remember a couple months ago I said there was this line that says, Hurt people hurt people. Wounded people wound people. But healed people will heal people. Jesus comes to his apostles and says, you all have wounds like mine. Let me heal them. Please let me heal them. 
That's the first reason. Or second reason. First reason Jesus said so. Second reason, because of the gospel. Third reason, because the essential mission of the church is a mission of mercy. Think about this. Right when Jesus proclaims the message of mercy, he sends his disciples on a mission of mercy. He says to them, he says, breathe on them, receive the Holy Spirit. Those whose sins you forgive are forgiven. Now we Catholics, we say this is the institution, this is the scriptural institution of the sacrament of confession. And it is. Remember that. But it's more. Because the apostles, not only are they the priests, bishops, leaders of the church, they also are the church universal at its foundation. So everything entrusted to them is entrusted to you. Now, without sounding heretical, because it's going to sound very heretical, you all can forgive sins. Heretical, right? Because we Catholics would say only the ministerial ordained priest Jesus in and through him, in persona Christi. That is how sin is forgiven. Correct. Yes. But you as a Christian, you're able to forgive sins. How do you do it? You release people from what they owe you. You stop hanging on to resentment, hatred, anger. And when you do that, you don't forgive their sin, but you release them. And they are free. They get healed. I want to give you an example of what this looks like. A, a priest friend of mine, his name is Monsignor John Essif. One of the craziest priests I've ever met in my life. But one of the holiest priests. That, those tend to go along together. I don't know why. But, but he said, he told us his story. And he used to do prison ministry. When he was a pastor in his parish. And he'd always go to these prisons. And he'd work with all these inmates. And he said there was this one inmate. And he just couldn't forgive himself. He was in for 20, 25 to life. And he just couldn't forgive himself because what had happened was he was involved in a gang and they did a drive-by shooting. And in the shooting, he shot a three-year-old boy, innocent bystander. And he just couldn't get over it. Monsignor Essif said, no matter what I tried, no matter how much I told him, how much God still loved, he couldn't receive it. At the same time this is going on, in his parish, there's this guy who's been praying for a couple years. And he's over in the corner, and he, he just randomly is in there praying all the time. And so Monsignor Essif goes up to him and says, have you ever thought about being a deacon? Like, you pray a lot. Have you ever thought about being a deacon? He's like, no, nah, not at all. I just like to pray. And he's like, well, pray about that. So he walks away and couple months later, he comes back. He's like, you know what? I do think I'm supposed to be a deacon. So he starts entering formation. Part of formation for deacons in this diocese was prison ministry. And so Monsignor Essif is like, ooh, if I can't get through to this kid, maybe this older holy guy can get through to him. So he brings him along. And Monsignor Essif introduces him. And the guy's like, you don't understand, man. You, don't, you couldn't possibly understand what I deal with every single day. And he's like, well, tell me about it. What happened? He's like, I was involved in this drive-by shooting because I was hurt too, right? You're all functioning out of wounds. And he's like, and so in this shooting, I accidentally shot this little boy. And he's like, I cannot get that image out of my head. His dead, innocent, lifeless body laying on the pavement. And it was my fault. He said, you don't know what I would give just for one chance 
to kneel at his father's feet and beg him for forgiveness. And he looked up, the young man who committed the crime looked up, and the older man was sitting there just weeping. And the young man says, why are you crying? He's like, it's not your sin, it's mine. I'm the one that did it. I'm the one that cries. And he said, because today is your day. That was my son. And I forgive you. That, you guys, is divine mercy. Monsignor Asif said, as soon as the... As, as soon as this happened, the dad stood up to hug this man. He said, this kid just collapsed into his arms, just sobbing. And he said, if I can forgive you, God can certainly forgive you. And that guy is just set free. That's how you forgive sins. That's how you carry out the mission of divine mercy that's entrusted to all of you. Now, this isn't easy. <laughs> And it takes time. You know, that, that old man was praying in the church for years before he was able to forgive this guy. But it's what we're called to. And that's what this feast is all about. Releasing people because Jesus released us. Healing people because Jesus healed us. It's our mission. So what I'm inviting you to today, when you come forward to receive Holy Communion, Whatever hurt, whatever anger, whatever resentment, whatever hatred you have in your heart, turn it over to him. Quit living out of the wound. Heal it. Just as his wounds are healed. And then you can go and tell people all about what he's done. Because you've experienced it. You know divine mercy. Which is what all of us are called to. Jesus, give us the grace of your divine, merciful heart and help us to forgive.